great conversation that we're about to have. How's it going, Lisa? It's going great. It's so good to see you, Kenny. Thanks for having me on Beyond Normal. Yes, you definitely uh, fit into the mode of what it is to be Beyond Normal. Uh, so without further ado, want to share, you know, share a little bit about your story prior to you starting a sentence with the folks. Tell us a little bit about Lisa uh, before you, you, you went down the path of starting your own business. Yeah, so let, let's go way back, right? I am the youngest of eight children. I grew up in St. Louis, Missouri, so that's the show me state. Um, and I um, spent 30 years in corporate America, which is where our paths cross, right? Much of that career was in financial services. And I worked my way up through the ranks, you know, doing all of the things that people tell us to do to be successful in your career. And um, did certainly achieve a level of success. I reached the executive ranks within um, Synchrony, was leading a $2.5 billion portfolio, helping to grow our clients' business and building teams. And I loved what I was doing, honestly. Um, Synchrony was a great company. I had a um, big, broad set of responsibilities that you know allowed me to feel good about the work that I was doing. But I just had this um, calling, really, a sense that... I could be more helpful in helping other people to grow their careers, achieve the life they want to have being outside of corporate America. And that's what led me really to starting Ascentum. This episode is brought to you in partnership with Ascentum, which is an award-winning coaching practice that helps high-performing professionals advance and achieve the promotions and pay they deserve. Ascend to powerful heights with Ascentum. Appreciate you uh, giving us that breakdown there. Uh, some, some incredible numbers, like you said, uh, we cross paths in uh, corporate in, the, in corporate America. Uh, you being, you know, established and, and, and being an executive in corporate America, like that's a that's a that's a hard feat. We don't see too many people that look like us, right? Um, that that reach those ranks. So, you know, with that being said, you were seeing some success. Like, what was it? that drove you to what I like to call jump off the cliff and start your own business? <laughs> well, and it's interesting you say jump off the cliff because I literally did jump. Um, it was a leap of faith. And to be very candid, when I left Synchrony, I had no plans about starting a business. I, if you had said, well, what are you going to do? I would have said, I don't know. I'm just retiring and I'll figure it out. I'm walking by faith. But what happened was really shortly before I left Synchrony, I was hosting a series of roundtables for people that were part of our African-American network. The goal was to give them exposure to senior executives. And just in the course of those conversations with them, I started to realize something. I loved what I was doing. Then I said to them, if I could figure out a way to do just this, that's what I would do for my career. And if I could figure out how to get paid to do this, that's what I would do. Um, and so that kind of started me thinking about what to do. Um, the company offered a voluntary severance plan. I raised my hand and said, okay, sever me. Not really sure what I was going to do, but I made the leap. And having some downtime, being outside of the normal grind of being an executive in corporate America, it allowed me the freedom to think and plan like what would be next. And it just sort of naturally unfolded. As people found out I'd left, they wanted to know what I was doing. And some people said, hey, would you coach me? And that's how it started. I just, I said, sure, of course I'll coach you. 
And then the pieces started to fall into place. Hey, isn't it crazy how things just line up sometimes? Like you said, it really like, is. It, like, it is crazy. Because <laughs> someone said to me, this was before I even left. She said, um, she said, well, when you start your coaching practice, let me know. And that was strange to me because I had never mentioned starting a coaching practice. It wasn't something that I had planned to do. So there's this thing, right? Sometimes people see something in us that we don't see in ourselves or we're giving off some vibe um, that we may not be aware of. So obviously she thought that I was planning to coach and that I would be a good coach because she said, hey, when you start your coaching practice, let me know. That's awesome. And like it's it, like I was one of the people who was having conversations with you. And I was like, Lisa, I, I want to keep talking to Lisa. Like that's like to, similar to your point. Like I want to, yeah. I want to continue this conversation, and and so having that like coaching kind of show itself to you in that light, and people just kind of, hey, what are what are you doing next? Oh, you're gonna be, you're gonna be coaching? Like sign me up? Like that is like that's a beyond normal concept, and that that's something that we like to highlight on the show where it's like you know it's not necessarily like documented completely how it's gonna go, but for some reason mm -hmm. it worked out and now you're in this position where you have your own business so yeah. now you've been in it for tell, tell folks how long you've been a symptom has been established well i established a symptom in april of 2021 so right in the middle of a global pandemic <laughs> left my my big cushy corporate job and started a coaching practice and i'm i really i'm so glad that i did um it's been a fun ride for sure a lot of work but also very rewarding. And before we, before we leave this, like this, this, uh, this topic, like starting a business during that time, it was very, it's, it's very interesting to see, like, you know, I was on clubhouse. I was on all these different platforms where people were actually at home looking for dialogue around how to progress their career or just, you know, get, you know, get to that next step in life. And so like, it's like perfect timing for a symptom to be put into the world in my view. And that's why I'm excited today. You know, one of the reasons why I'm excited today to have the conversation with you. Oh, thank you for saying that. Yeah. You know, it's interesting. I think the pandemic for a lot of people, it gave them space to think and rethink about their life and what's really important to them. You know, that, that break that we had where most of us were forced to be at home, um, and to to step away from that normal routine, people realize, wait a minute, especially those that had long commutes, like I don't want to <laughs> drive an hour one way to get to work anymore. I like being at home and being able to um, have the opportunity to balance working and getting my um, job done, but also having time at home with my kids or with my family. I, and so getting people to come back into the office, getting them to go back to the normal grind pre-COVID was just not a thing. And many people said, wait a minute, I don't want to do the work that I was doing at all. Mm -hmm. Real eye-opening moment. Forced it, it, it forced a lot of people to sit down and, and start to really think through things. For sure. So I want to put the uh, I want to put the logo on the screen there. I know. Tell us a little bit about the logo, because I think that there, there's some meaning in there with the three pillars. Uh, yeah. That, that you focus on. I did my research, Lisa. I can hear it. And, and thank you for doing that. Listen, people will say to me all the time, a symptom. What does that mean? What is that? So um, 
again, another one of those things that just came together. So there are three pillars to Ascentum, connections, careers, and finances. And the logo really represents, each piece of the logo represents one of those pillars. So the foundation is connections. And that's all about relationships because I firmly believe that everything we're going to have in this life will come through another person. If you want to be successful in any area of your life, you must get good at building relationships, not just networking, but truly developing meaningful connections with people. So that's the first piece. Then there's the careers piece, and that is all about the way in which you make your impact on the world. So that could be working for someone else. It could be hosting a podcast. It could be starting your own business, but whatever that is for you, helping in that area is what we call careers. And then the last piece is finances. And for some people, that seems like an odd component, but it's so important because as you're growing your career and you start to earn more and you're going up the ladder in whether it's in your business or working for someone else, the question is, what are you doing with the money that you're making? Do you have a solid plan for your finances so that if you decide one day, like I did, to raise your hand and leave the company, that you know you can provide for yourself, that you can fund your life and you don't have to be bound to someone else's schedule, someone else's expectations, but you have the freedom of choice. And what I've discovered over my career and my lifetime is those three things working together, the connections, your career, and your money that is the key for success. If you get all of those appropriately balanced, the sky is the limit for you. And so ascent naturally represents, you know, those pieces coming together, form a triangle, which is one of the strongest structures that exists. It's pointing upward, which represents growth. And that is all about ascent or ascending from one level to the next, because there is no destination that's called success. Success is a journey. And as you reach one new level, you'll realize new opportunities and possibilities and you'll go to the next. And so it's about that continuous progress and movement upward or forward. I love that, Lisa. And, you know, as you were as you were breaking that down, it makes perfect sense to me, the logo. I'm, I'm curious, like in, in terms of the connections that you've made as a as a business owner, like obviously there's areas where we know that we're, we come in and we're strong at, but then there's other areas where we may not necessarily, there may be some opportunities, some areas where we know we want to spend a little bit more time. What's an mm -hmm. area as a business owner now that you're wearing that hat where you knew that coming in that you had to spend a little bit more time uh, developing that skill set or just gaining that experience? Yeah, for me, and this may sound funny, but it really is the connections piece. I feel like I realized way too late in life just how important building those meaningful connections are. So throughout the course of my career, you can imagine having worked over 30 years in Fortune 100 companies, I've met, networked with, and known a lot of people. But what I didn't do very well is getting to know them at a deeper level, allowing them to know me at a deeper level, and then staying in touch with people. So 
as a business owner and really in any area of your life, you need people. You need people who have skills that you don't have to help you. You need people who can put you in connection with their networks to give you access to people that you wouldn't have access to. You need people to share information with you so that you can learn and continue to grow. And so I am still and continuously working on that, expanding my network um, and so I'm being very proactive about doing that now because it's, it's so important, not just for building my client base, but also for, for me to continue to grow as a business owner, as a leader and expanding my knowledge through learning from other people. That makes perfect sense, uh, Lisa, uh, around, you know, just focusing so much on the connections um, that you're making. Uh, you know, as you're establishing your business. And so uh, for all the business owners out there, like, you know, networks are currency, you know, relationships are currency. We all have heard it, but it's great to see a business owner like yourself, Lisa, you have so much experience coming into it, but you know that you're still going to spend a little bit more time there because, you know, there's a lot of value that you can untap having yeah. conversations with uh, prospective customers and even just other folks that, that are within the industry. Yeah, it, it's so true. And if I could share this piece about that, Kenny, what I would say is, um, and one of my coaches and connections said this to me, she used the term NATO, N-A-T-O, that means not attached to outcome. And so when you're meeting people and trying to form connections, you really cannot be attached to the outcome. In other words, you don't go in it with the agenda of getting something. Rather, you go into it with just purely open um, with the curious mindset, wanting to learn, discover, and know more about that individual, and then allow the outcome to be whatever it is. So when I meet someone new, I don't expect that they're going to be my next client, or I don't ex expect even that they're going to lead me to my next client. A lot of times it's me offering and sharing who I am and what I can give in support of them. And then time will tell what that connection will be. Um, and so I've just learned to really just to be open and be curious in that way about just genuinely getting to know people, asking questions to understand. And then amazing things just tend to happen, surprising things that you could not have anticipated. Uh, I'm curious as like your as uh, people potentially come to you for coaching opportunities. Do you find them having being able to let go of what you just explained easily? Like, no, it's not easy. <laughs> Because for me, like what you just explained, I was like, I don't know if I can do that with every every person. <laughs> it's tough because we are so conditioned, really, to be focused on what we can get from some from a situation. It's not and it's not even um, not necessarily even negative, the place that we're coming from. But it's like I'm meeting with this person because I want something or I need something. I believe that they have something that I want or need. And that's OK. But when you come to it that way, what happens is you're so focused on that that you miss other potential opportunities that you could not have anticipated. And you run the risk of coming across as someone who's just in it for themselves. Mm -hmm. So if you can release any expectations around that, then surprising things just happen. Yeah, I, 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 I appreciate you putting it, putting it in that perspective. But in today's world, I don't know what it is with the, the social media and some of the other things that are out there. People just have this transactional yeah. mentality. 
um, that it's just, just, just sometimes hard to get over. But like you said, as, as you coming in with a business, it's more important on having that dialogue, making sure it's a two way street. Um, and then you figure out what, what the value is that you get on the back end. But, you know, at least know that, you know, there, there, there's value, there's value in having a conversation. Yeah. Yeah. And it's it's also knowing that it's going to take time. Right. It's, it's investing mm-hmm. time, because if I just met you today and you're asking me for money, you're asking me to connect you to someone you haven't earned the right yet <laughs> to ask me for those kinds of things that influence, you know, your connections, those relationships give you the ability to influence. But that's earned over time as I begin to know you better, as I come to trust you, et cetera. So you just have to be willing to to invest and know that it doesn't have to be a whole lot of work. We don't talk every day, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> we we haven't, you know, seen each other face to face since we left Synchrony now a long time ago, but we periodically connect, we say hello, like something that I've seen you post or share, or we'll chat here or there. It just keeps the relationship going. And certainly if you, when you said, Hey, I have this podcast, I'm like, yeah, that's cool. Let me learn more about it. I had no expectation that I would be invited. I was genuinely just happy to see you doing your thing. Yeah. Nah, that's a great way to, that, that that's a great way to put it. And I, like you, you, you throwing out there the idea of like you can like a post, you can share, you know, share something that you mm-hmm. saw with with your network. Uh, there's still value in that, and mm-hmm. I, I don't want that to go lost. Like you know, for me, like you said, somebody taking the time out of the day to share, like you know, listen to an episode. For me, that's power, even yeah. though I'm not necessarily going going to every single person and asking them to spend a dollar. But my business is still. There's still value in that for me. And that, that that feeds me to keep me going. Yeah, for sure. And I, you know, there's someone wiser than me said, you know, the way to get what you want is to help other people get what they want. Mm, that's a gem. That's a gem right there. I appreciate you dropping those gems on our platform, Lisa. <laughs> so going a step below uh, the three pillars. Uh, mm-hmm. there, there's another aspect that you built into the business around the, from a, from a coaching perspective, when it comes to grow the growth um, yeah. that, you know, folks can see when it comes to finances, careers and connections. Can you tell us a little bit about how, how you think about uh, your your uh, your participants in your program growing? Yeah. So grow um, is really several things at Ascentum. It is the whole purpose for why we do what we do is helping ourselves and others to grow. That's number one. Number two, it is the methodology or the process that I use for coaching. So in that context, GROW stands for gain insight, realize new possibilities, overcome obstacles, win at life. And that's the journey that we're taking you on through the coaching process, that beginning with gathering information, getting the insight around who you are, what you value, what you want, understanding where it is you're trying to go. Because the whole goal of growing and coaching is to move you from where you are now to where you really want to be. And so we start by gathering that information and getting insight. Once you have clarity and insight a whole new world of possibilities opens up. And that's where the realizing possibilities comes in. That's where we start to envision how you get from where you are to where you want to be. That's where we envision what success for you looks like, because for every person, that's very different. 
And then we get into the planning part of that. And that's where overcoming obstacles comes in, because no matter what you envision for your life, no matter how clear you are about it, there are things that are going to come up that potentially can get in your way. Sometimes it's our own mindsets and beliefs. And so we work through that and plan for those obstacles. So when they show up, you already know how you're going to overcome them. And the ultimate goal is winning, winning at this game that we call life. And so that's that's what it means overall in the context of a symptom and the growth process. And then when we get into the area of finances, it's a whole other ball game. Grow means get out of debt, retain more of your income, organize your assets so you can walk in wealth. But they're all part and parcel of the same thing. And that is having a life that you love and enjoying every aspect of your life. I appreciate that breakdown, Lisa. And, you know, as I once I saw this, uh, I listened to uh, some other content that you had out there from your, the actual people in your program that their mm-hmm. testimonials. And the cool thing that I saw was that, you know, obviously Pete, this this program applies to people who are in a career, you know, trying to move up the ladder. You know, they're trying to figure mm-hmm. out where they fit within the organization. But you also have people who are in your program that have started their they their business owners themselves, yeah. they're entrepreneurs, and this same thinking the same logic applies when you're starting your business. It absolutely does. Whether you're working for someone else or starting a business, the same process applies. So if you're going to start a new business, you're going to start by getting some insight, right? Who is your Mm -hmm. ideal customer? Where are they found? What is the service that you deliver? What's the value that you deliver for those customers? So you get insight around that. And then you start to realize possibilities for your business, how you can go to market, how you sort of establish your brand. All of that same process applies so that you ultimately can win, winning in business, winning in your life, winning in any aspect of your career. It really is the same. And so, um, again, it's about the ascent, moving from one level to the next to the next. I love it. So as you're, you know, as as you built out the program, um, I know there's coaching. Um, there, there, there's a course now as well. Yeah. You know, speak to the different um, levels that you feel like, you know, you're offering the products and, and, and giving mm-hmm. people ways to uh, connect with Ascentum. Yeah. So the the foundation of our, our business is is coaching. That's, you know, that's why I exist really um, and how the business started with coaching. And so I do that one-on-one for people who want that. And I offer coaching in, you know, packages of three, six or 12 months so that, and and I'll even do a single power coaching session for someone that has a short-term goal that they really want to meet. Like maybe they just need to get prepared for an interview that's coming up or a big meeting, a big presentation or something. Um, but generally that coaching piece, again, that's the foundation of what we're doing. I also speak. And so I, you know, speak to groups small and large around these topics. Um, and so that's another umbrella of the business. And then I just started um, last year, really, I did an initial pilot of the Grow Finances course, um, because what I realized is on this piece of finances, so many of us, even though we are working every day, many of us making six-figure salaries, we are still living paycheck to paycheck. And that really shouldn't be. And And that's an area that I'm really passionate about, especially for people of color, because we... um 
fare worse in terms of our earning, in terms of our assets, in terms of our net worth than our counterparts. And so while not everybody can afford to have me one-on-one as their coach, everybody does, I believe, deserve access to a good, solid financial education. And so that's why I launched Grow Finances. It is a four-week course, and each of those weeks corresponds to a letter in Grow. So the first week is all about getting out of debt teaching you how to do that, what's the fastest way to do that, knowing your numbers. The second week is about how you retain more of your income because it really doesn't matter as much how much you make, but what does matter is how much of that you're able to keep so that you can invest it and build and grow your assets. And then the third week is all about how you organize and protect your assets so that as you start to build wealth, you can actually keep it and start to create, build a legacy for yourself. And the W again is walking in wealth. And that is again, all about winning. And so we talk about what it really means to walk in wealth because being wealthy is beyond just money. Mm-hmm. And so that's what the course is all about. And so I'm I'm really excited about that. I am, I know that it works because I've used these principles in my own life, but to see and to hear the testimonies that are coming out of um, the course for what people can accomplish in just four weeks, it is amazing. I appreciate you uh, breaking that down and uh, even uh, some of the stats that are out there around, like you said, high, high income, we think people that make six figures, oh, life is good. And it's like, nah, like, you no. still got to have, like, you still got to have things figured out or else you'll be in debt like yeah. the rest of us. Over 40% of people who make six figures live paycheck to paycheck. That's crazy. Yeah. That is so crazy. <laughs> it yeah. is because a lot of it is our, our mindset around money. Many of us were not educated around money and how to use it. And I can say even for myself, I, you, I worked in financial services for you know 25 years and I still found myself in debt and struggling and I knew all the things. Mm-hmm. And so it, it sometimes is about really just making that big shift in your mindset and, and really looking, taking a hard look at where you are financially and setting some clear goals and then having the support to, and the tools to help you get there. And so that's, that's a big part of what I do as well. And that's where that finance pillar comes in because as you start to grow your career or your business takes off and you're growing, your business is making more money. You need to know what to do with that money. Mm-hmm. Gotta have a plan. That, that's like, uh, I think I can only speak for my generation, but I can say we probably spent our 20s just like in the moment. Yeah. You know, just taking it all in and things are working out. We didn't have too much to, you know, um, you know, too much existing things outside of just like going to school, like, you know, Mm -hmm. having a good head on your shoulder from that perspective. And so it's interesting now because we're going through situations that we, we didn't we, we've never really had to deal with, at least speaking from myself, I didn't have to worry about, you know, uh, the Great Recession and, and, and things going down and, and high interest on mortgages mm-hmm. and things like that. It's just like, whoa, this is then add on. We're, we're starting to build families a little bit later now in my generation. So now is a good time to, like, sit down and, and figure things out and make sure we mm-hmm. feel comfortable, uh, you know. With, with, with what we got to work with. 
Yeah, yeah, for sure. And, you know, when you're younger, too, you don't think so much about retiring or mm-hmm. legacy, maybe that that's not something that comes into your mind. But it it is important. I mean, you start now. Legacy mm-hmm. isn't just something that happens after you die. <laughs> yeah. You, what you're living today is creating your legacy. And you know, like on that point about retiring, I think that like that word or like that, whatever that means is shifting. Because mm-hmm. um, like the traditional way of like, what it was, it mean to retire, you work somewhere for a really long time. You have a pension and stuff like that. Like I didn't, I don't even, I don't even know what a pension looks like. And I'm probably, yeah, I don't know that that to. exists anymore. And most, for most people, most yeah. companies are not offering a pension anymore. That's sort of a thing of the past, but that's even more so um, why it's important to take control of your finances because you're right. Gone are the days where someone works for one company for 30, 35 years, they retire, they get their pension, their social security, and they go on with life. Mm-hmm. That doesn't happen. Most pensions pensions don't really exist anymore. The other thing is if you're counting on Social Security, I say forget about that because the average Social Security check is a little bit over fifteen hundred dollars a month. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't know about your life, Kenny, but I can tell you I can't fund mine on fifteen hundred a month. I doubt your listeners can either. Yeah, nah, that's hard to do. That that's, that's that's really not going to be enough. So if you don't have a pension. And you're only getting your Social Security. Let's go crazy and say you got two thousand dollars a month in Social Security. Mm-hmm. Assuming it still exists by the time you're ready to retire, then what? Yeah. If you have not been planning and building from the time you first started working up until that point, you're going to be in a very difficult situation. And that's why we see so many people who are older who are having to go back to work, or they're forced to make very tough choices like. Do I buy my medication or do I buy mm-hmm. food? Do I pay, you know, some important bill or another? And, and those kinds of trade-offs should not have to happen. Agreed. And please don't get sick or, you know, have to go into long-term care, which can be very, very expensive. So it is so important to plan for those things. They You can prepare for that, but it it's the decisions that you make each and every day that help you to be prepared for that. Yeah, I appreciate you uh, leaving us with that. Like, it, it, it is a constant thing. Like, there is no, mm-hmm. you know, there is no silver bullet. There is no magic wand. No. You can go over a lot of these things, um, especially in our community. So right. with that that being said, Ascentum is in a really good spot. There's multiple ways that people can connect, um, use, pro- use the products, mm-hmm. connect with the brand. Like, what does, I, it, there's a term we came up with, uh, a couple seasons ago called world domination. Oh, Makes sense, right. What yeah. does world domination look like for a symptom? <laughs> you give us like, you know, three years, if you got a five year goal, but whatever that long, oh, like whatever man. that long term goal world is. Like, domination. That, I feel that, like, hmm, yeah. let me see. <laughs> it's one of those. Yeah. Let me tell you what world domination looks like. So for me, um, I have committed as part of a symptom to, give 20% of the revenue that we earn through coaching back to benefit people that are in underserved communities to help with financial literacy and economic well-being. And so 
world domination for me will look like when I can flip that. I want to get to the place where I'm giving 80% of what we earn away and that then 20% can fund the business and anything else that I want to do. And so world domination means that we have um, more than enough clients, more than enough services and a team of people operating in the business to be able to meet the needs of our paid clients so that we can fund people who cannot afford these things on their own. That's what world domination looks like for a symptom. Oh, that's what that that's a mic drop right there, Lisa. Like that's a good, that's a good I've never I have ne- not heard that. I've I've heard a lot of founders give me what their North Star or world domination moment is. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't come close to that. Like flipping, like uh-huh. you said, essentially flipping the business model where yeah. typically you say, hey, I want to keep majority of it, but what if I could give away majority of it and the 20% could feed the business and keep the yeah. business thriving. Yeah. So if you think about that, right, you start to do the math, that would be world domination because that means you have to be bringing in a lot of money to where mm-hmm. 20% funds everything. So that's that's world domination for me. My whole goal um, for the business and for myself really is to help people live much more meaningful and abundant lives. I appreciate that. So Tell, you know, in closing, I want to pass it to you. Tell folks uh, what are the best ways for them to stay connected uh, with the brand and then uh, any lasting like what's that? What what do you want to leave our listeners with um, as we as we wrap up this this great conversation? Wow. So first of all, how you connect can connect with me. As I said, I love connections and the value of this. You can connect with me personally on LinkedIn. I am Lisa L. Baker on LinkedIn. You can follow Ascentum on you know, most places. We are at Ascentum on Instagram, on Facebook. We're on Twitter at Here You Grow. So all of those social ways in which you can connect with us. Um, the thing that I want to leave um, people with, um, first of all, I want to share some really, really exciting news because um, by the time your listeners are seeing this, it will be out. So no one has heard this yet. But one of the things I am most proud of is that Ascentum is going to be on Inc.'s best in business list for coaching and career development. So that to me is the start of world domination. You make it on Inc. as a new business um, in the area that you practice. That is awesome. And so why I share that is to say, if you're looking for a coach, if you really want to take your life to the next level, you want to take your career, your business to the next level, you cannot do any better than Inc.'s best in business, Ascentum. So get in touch with me. I wish I had like one of like a like a funk flex like DJ bomb or something <laughs> like that. It's just like, did you guys hear that? <laughs> yeah, that is I'm I'm so so thrilled. I mean, it's a a lot of hard work and it's paying off. And I, I just trust that um, all that will come from that will take us to the place where we can achieve that big bold goal of giving away eighty percent of what we earn and still being a for profit business. Yeah, I love it. Uh, so, you know, you know, just wrapping things up, I just want to uh, thank you, Lisa, for coming on the platform, sharing your journey. Our paths have crossed again. They will they will definitely cross uh, uh, <laughs> even in the future. And I'll, I'll be checking in to see how that world domination is going. 
Yeah, uh, but, keep in touch. Yeah, but we'll definitely keep it keep in touch. Uh, listeners, go check out the platform. Everybody needs coaching in this environment, so it's okay to get yourself a coach. Have somebody you can uh, have a conversation with to see how you can grow, both personally and professionally. Why not? Um, and, and in closing, I just want to say uh, thanks for tuning in to another great episode of the Beyond Normal podcast. Thank you.